Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. It's time for the top 100. We've danced around it for a while, and I've got none other than Nom with me, mate. Nom, how are you? Very good, mate. I'm here face-to-face, live in the studio for, for the first time. In person, first time in the Rewind history where... God knows how many episodes in at this stage. And it feels very weird having someone sit next to me and look them in the eye as I talk instead of on a Zoom screen. So hopefully we can bounce off each other a little bit. And I'm excited because I've said it a couple of times on the podcast now. One of the off-season projects we wanted to do is a top 100. The, you know, the explanations to why we're doing it. The Bill Simmons Basketball Hall of Fame Pyramid. He wanted to rip it apart because he doesn't like the Hall of Fame Pyramid as it is. So he created one. Spark debate show you know someone like my fiance if she never watched football who are the top 100 players from 98 onwards that you need to see so a couple of caveats here there's five levels 100 players there's gonna be a few surprises in here we'll go through why they why they're in there and a big thing is it's from 98 so take someone like an andrew johns or a brad fitler we would not be looking at anything prior to 98 for their career so that's why their numbers might be affected here so all numbers are from the 98 season onwards and with that, Nom, let's get into it, mate. So the first level, this is a hotel. This is a, this is a resort. So we're in the beer garden. So you've been invited. You're in the pyramid, but you obviously you're not cracking into the hotel yet. <laughs> We've got some levels in the hotel, but you're in the beer garden. You're That's enjoying some drinks. Number 100 is Matt Rogers. Matt Rogers, the, let's go through the resume. So one-time rep of the year, 11 games for Australia, five for Queensland, 137 NRL games. 792 points with Matt Rogers when he was playing for the Sharks originally before he went to Union, one of the best wingers in the game, obviously represented in Australia. When he came back with the Gold Coast, he was probably the, the marquee signing for the new upstart Titans, him and Preston Campbell. And, you know, you look at those first four seasons of Titans history is their most successful four. So I think Matt Rogers, to me, you look at, he was obviously a winger, shifted into the halves and a fullback, and he was one of the great players. Yeah, I'm gonna admit I, I didn't catch much of uh, his early career before he moved to Union, but yeah, I did catch you know afterwards when he moved to um, the Titans, and like you said, he was like the ultimate competitor, and um, yeah, it was no coincidence that at the time he was there, they were really successful. Yeah, 100. Number 99, one of my personal favorites, Brent Sherwin from the Dogs, 191 games, one premiership. He was really unlucky not to play any rep footy. He obviously had the likes of Andrew Johns, Brett Kamali, all those guys ahead of him, but. Shifty had one of the best kicking games in the Kong, without doubt. Um, his short kicking game was second to none. Passing him was really underrated as well. Could throw the spiral, could also throw the short ball. To me, just a field general, you know, he had a couple of good seasons there. The end of the career probably flamed out a lot quicker than a lot of thought, but Brent Show was still one of those quality halves that you wish you had in your comp. Yeah, um, yeah, probably underrated and unlucky to not be, you know, in a, in a rep team. But, you know, you think of that successful Bulldogs era, and yeah, Brett Sherwin is our front set of that. Number 98 is a player who doesn't have any premierships. The first non-premiership player on our list is Greg Bird. Mm. So some people might be surprised to see him here, but from 2002 to 2016, that's a huge stretch. That's a 14-year stretch. There wouldn't be many players you want locking your scrum for you. He was an effective ball runner, defensively as solid as they come. And, you know, you look at the resume, 235 games, 52 tries, obviously was able to get over the stripe. And, but here's where it is. 18 New South Wales games, eight, 17 Australia games. The list of where you played 15 Origins and 15 Tests is a very short list. And Greg Bird is very underrated, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, one half of the Bruce brothers. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, when I think back to New South Wales during that dynasty, 
yeah the, the person you know um doing all the hard yards you know being the mongrel in new south wales um yeah that was great bird and look he was obviously a, a damaging lock for but did move into the halves occasionally for the sharks crafty number six uh yeah again i just think pretty underrated but we move on to number 97 it's the first big boy of the list it's marco merely the ogre. ogre so 201 nrl games 10 new south wales games 14 australia games and a premiership obviously with the bulldogs to me Marco Mealy, all the star power in those early Roosters and Bulldog sides in the early 2000s. You had your Willie Masons and people like that. But so underrated Marco Mealy, able to go to the offensive line. When he was a young guy coming through with the Bears, he was one of the highly touted youngsters. But I think in terms of the overall career, 200 games in the front row, and he basically from start to finish was effective. Yeah, one of the massive pillars in the front row, like you said, for Bulldogs and um, the Roosters. Um, yeah, massive go forward and yeah you think back to early 2000s of um damaging front rows yeah he was one of them yeah marco Milley to me when you talk about like you know best players of this nrl era in terms of the forwards he probably wouldn't be one of the 50 mentioned but i think he definitely when you look at the totality of the career it's uh it's pretty impressive what he did there but move on to number 96 nominates your boy akila the thriller <laughs> uate i had when i was constructing this list i knew i needed to have one of the try scoring wingers in the in the list here and I had Manu Vadavai slotted in here for quite a while. You know, lots of consecutive streaks of 10 tries in a season. Obviously had the fumbling errors at the start. But when you look at what you are and let me just read the resume because it's, it's impressive. It's 200 exact NRL games, 129 tries. So he's more, more than 50% That's on that. Five games for New South Wales, five for Australia. But here's for me, three times in a row he was winger of the year. So it was three, three seasons in a row that everyone said he is the best winger in the comp. And... He obviously had the Knights, that late career charge at the Manly Seagulls when he went in there and scored some tries. I think he's probably the most underrated winger of the of the NRL era. Yeah, um, you know w- when he was he was like the original sort of Fijian player. Obviously, you know, um, by Lottie Takiri, but when he burst on the scene, power, athleticism, raw speed. I mean, he was yeah, couldn't be been. Yeah, and you know, obviously the art of the winger right now is to score the try and to get the ball down in the corner. Uh, to me. Every time I think of Uata, I never think of him being finesse getting it through. It was just barnstorming, get it over. Or it was just like he'd get that bit of space and that speed early in his career, that speed was just second to none. So, yeah, definitely deserve a place. But we have our next non-premiership player. Another one of my favorites is David Peachy. So 200, 201 NRL games, 96 tries, one game for New South Wales, two-time fullback of the year. To me, Peach was one of those guys, big, lanky. The strides were there. One of the best positional fullbacks I've ever seen. Always seemed to be in the right place to clean up the ball at the back. In attack, like I said, if he had that extra second at the back, he'd be able to slice through. The hands were second to none. It was a, you look at those early 2000s Sharks, they had a real chance to win a premiership there. You know, you think of that 99 to 02 range. They had a real chance a couple of times there. Obviously, some Joey Brilliance got him in 01. But to me... David Peachy, when you look back and you think about some of the great fullbacks and there's going to be some fantastic fullbacks coming up on this list, but Peachy to me is one of those guys where you just think about what his career could have been. If you play a guy's career 10 times, you know, this is probably, uh, to me, one of the top two worst careers for Peachy and that still gets him in the top 100 here. Yeah, it's unfortunate that, um, yeah, he couldn't snag a premiership with that um, early days in the Sharks, but yeah, like you said, um, yeah, two, I'm looking at his resume now, two-time fullback of the year. Um, yeah, great career. Yeah. The next, we have another big front rower in here now. It's Luke Luke Bailey. So to me, Luke Bailey, obviously with the Dragons, was one of the form props with Jason Rolls in the front row. He, again, is one of those premiership signings that goes up to 
the Titans and leads the Titans. And to me, let's go through the resume, 269 games, 15 for New South Wales, four for Australia and one time prop of the year. To me, the bull, when he was in the front row, just didn't let you down. He was consistently, you know, 100 metres, make your tackles, meat and potatoes, but it gets it done. Yeah, he would be a super coach. I mean, he was a super coach gun. I remember mm. back in you know the early 2000s, just Titans. And then, yeah, I'd love to have him on my team today. He would get you, you know, 50, 60 guaranteed base every game. Yeah, well, we'll go through this list. And there's some of those uh, mid to early dragons in the 2000s where they obviously weren't there for the 2010 premiership. But I think Luke Bailey, for what he did, and again, 15 origins. Once you hit 15 of anything in the representative career, you know you've made it pretty well. So, again, very deserved. Another one of your boys coming up, number 93, Matt Giddley. 191 NRL games, 11 for New South Wales, 17 for Australia in the Premiership in 01. To me, Mac Italy, obviously a lot of people do think of the flick pass and that obviously is a lot of his game, but so much more talented than that. Defensively, he was always solid, him and Tahu on that edge. There wasn't many tries getting leaked on that edge. And again, take away the flick pass in terms of being able to beat your man. The thing with the flick pass, Nom, yes, it's a great finish, but you've got to beat your man on the outside first. And he had an explosive first step every time. Yeah, that inside out always got him outside of his man. And then, yeah, I mean, you can't say Matt Gidley without um that flick pass. But yeah, w- what a finish. That um that edge on the Knights was just terrorizing all sorts of teams in the early 2000s. And obviously that 0-1 Parramatta side, one of my most favorite sides ever. I got pipped by the Knights in the end. But you kind of look at those, you know, O'Davis, Tahu, Gidley, Johns, Badiris, all those guys in there. Matt Gidley held his own as one of the greats in that side. So more than deserve it here. Let's go to number 92. It's Gavin Cooper. So when I was piecing this together, he wasn't originally on there, but when you start looking at the resume and we'll go through it now, 323 NRL games, the first 300 game we're on the list here, 15 seasons in total. So we're talking a big sample size here, uh, 79 NRL try. So especially late in the career, was able to get over the stripe six games for Queensland right at the end. And obviously the premiership in 15. So if you think of Gavin Cooper's first like five years in the league at the Panthers, he was, you know, really scrawny. I think he had a Titans in as well, but it was once he really got up there with JT, he really found his home. Yeah. He was JT's, I guess, right-hand man, just, you know, close to the line, always that short ball. And you had um, towards the end of the year, like you said, um, yeah, always, always found a meat pie towards the end. Um, yeah. Just him and JT in that Cowboys. Um, yeah. Crucial for that, um, that successful period in the mid 2010s. And this is the first one list that really started to perfect the protecting your half, mm. you know, in that second row, you've got to make sure that your halfback doesn't take, make too many tackles. And it was consistently, he was hitting that 30 tackle a game because he was protecting Jonathan on the inside. So yeah, Gavin Cooper to me, one of the real success stories of the league, you know, you look at all the players we've mentioned so far, easily probably the one with the least amount of talent right now, but obviously got the most out of his career. So number 91, Nom. It's, an, it's going to be a controversial one, but he's already on the list for me. It's Nathan Cleary, Chinsey. 120 NRL games, 10 for New South Wales, got the premiership, and he's just cracked the 1,000 points, 1,040 NRL points. To me, Nathan Cleary, if he retired right now, would be a top 100 player. This last four years that he's put together, when he's come through the ranks, he's coming in the NRL, straight away in the NRL. He, you know, one of the best king games in the comp. One of the best running games. Uh, you've obviously had him in super coach, which is why we've had a bit of a keen eye on him. Just knows how he knows how to hit the try line. One of the best goal kickers. If you're having, you know, a kick from a sideline to win a game, there's not many you want better than Cleary. And obviously the premiership now puts him in that next echelon, you know, so early on to get the premiership. If he can get another two or three here, and if he can just, you know, hit that 300, 350 game, which seems to be a regular now, there's no telling where Nathan Cleary can end up on this list. Yeah. I mean, at this point of his career, um, you know, if you did this list, um, yeah, before he won the premiership, we, we, 
wondering where he was at with um his career. But you know, now that he's got that premiership, I think you can put him, I guess, relative to sort of the other greats like Andrew Johns and uh, Brad Fidler at this point of the career. Um, I was listening to Rugby League Guru. I think arguably Nathan Cleary is probably ahead of them in terms of the fact he's so young, 23, 24, and he's already got, you know, all these, um, he's got the premiership, he's got the um, Clive Churchill, he's got, um, he's led his state. Um, yeah, he's, you, you can definitely see him shooting up this list over the next few years. Yeah, you know there's a Dallium coming. You know there's probably another premiership with another Clive Churchill. The, the resume, as we as we get to the last podcast here, when we get to the top the top 10, um Cleary's resume may end up there. So yeah. fingers crossed there. But let's finish the first episode here with number 90. It's another one of your boys. And again, it's a surprising one. It's Josh Perry. To me, when I thought of Josh Perry, I, I had to remove myself because, again, he was in two of my most hated teams, the Knights <laughs> and Manly. But we, let's look at the career. 211 NRL games, two premierships with two different sides, three New South Wales, four Australia. To me, Josh Perry, when he burst on the scene as a young front row with Newcastle, consistently one of the better go-forwards in the game, Late season career goes to Manly. Him and Brent Kite now form that front row partnership. He's just one of those guys. If he's one of your two front rowers, you know what you're getting, and you're getting a great footballer that can win you games. Yeah, massive pillar at either yeah Manly or um the, the Knights. And you know the fact that he's just got two rings. Um, yeah, great great career. That's the first ten, mate. So we're still in the beer garden right now. We're gonna split these up into the box of ten here. So, mate, thank you for coming on again. We're gonna be here. It's Boxing Day. The sun's <laughs> out. The cricket's on. So we'll be coming back to. Uh, with everyone again. So thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day and we'll hear from you soon. Cheers.